Stay tuned for another sports presentation on the worldwide leader of Marshall University Athletics coverage, the Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. This is Sports View, WMUL's premier sports talk show featuring guests from Thundering Herd Athletics. Sports View is presented by the award-winning FM 88 Sports Team. Now, here's tonight's host of Sports View. Good evening and welcome to tonight's edition of Sports View. I'm Lydia Montague, your host for the first half of tonight's program. Stay tuned for the entire show for the second half with Nate Courtney. Sitting with me right now are members of Marshall University's tennis team. Sitting to my left, we have Reek Gillard, and on my other side, we have Gabrielle Claret. Reek, Gabby, thank you guys for being with us tonight on Sports View. Um, I'd like to start off with basic introductions just to get you get to know you guys a little better. Reek, this is your senior season as a member of Herd Tennis. Your freshman year was unfortunately postponed in the fall due to COVID-19, which must have been a pretty difficult thing to hear as a new kid coming to West Virginia from Germany. Um, tell, tell us a little bit about your timing of recruitment and how you got to Marshall. Um, yeah, so I came in, in 2020. Uh, right after COVID hit, so high school my last year was full with COVID, didn't really have the full experience. Um, but actually for coming here was a lot better situation than back home in Germany. So um, for example, playing tennis wasn't possible over summer, um, even during the winter and everything. So um, a lot of my friends who went to university in, in Germany um, couldn't really go in person didn't really make the connections so that was a lot better um but yeah going going into that the recruitment part um i did it together with a with an agency who kind of like helped me with the whole process of doing all the tests which is i mean i think for an international person um quite different for the experience um but that helped a lot and then um well, obviously, I talked to John, um, who got me here. Um, but one of my former players um, from home, she actually went to Marshall. Um, she graduated here, so that was kind of the connection I got to Marshall. And um, yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> awesome. Um, you said you were recruited by John. What was your first impression of him as a head coach? Um, I mean, he's like a father figure. Uh, he has three kids, so... Oh. Actually, four. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Um, so he's really making sure that everyone is seen and heard. So that's that's really great. And um, to be honest, my, my first impression, I, it was really tough for me to understand him because of the accent. The amount of times I just nod or like said, yes, um, that's right. Um, probably a couple of times. But, but he was always really nice and supportive in that process. Very cool. Were you able to go on like a visit or something before you committed? Um, yeah, I did. So Marshall offered me the visit. So um, I think the October before I came here, um, I came here and then another school. So I actually stayed for one week, which was um, really nice. Um, but yeah, so I got to got to see the university, um, met the girls, which was actually a big part of me coming to Marshall, just because I really like this 
kind of familiar like family vibe um that you got here everyone was super friendly um and even the girls and john um i mean john's family plays a pretty important role for our team as well so being welcomed by them during the visit was a big part as well um speaking of the other girls gabby you went through a similar situation as well um coming to marshall at around the same time as reek um Tell us a little bit about your experience and how you meshed with the girls at first during the off season that you guys had. So I think coming here like in 2020, obviously with COVID was kind of like, it was not rough, just a little bit like different, let's say that. But honestly, except of like testing on Sunday, it was pretty much open for everything except of tournament. But meeting the girl was as Rika said a big part of like hey I'm actually really good here I'm really happy we had we were really young actually and a lot of senior were part of that team at the, at the time and I think they help us a lot like through the process and like understanding how it works and just getting more like into this like rhythm of like college life awesome um, now, as I mentioned before, you guys are both entering your senior year this year um, with some pretty impressive stats under your belt from this past season, uh, being double partners and accumulating a pretty solid record of 23 to 11 last season. Um, Gabby, what are a few things you guys do in practice to prepare for a match together? You mean as a double yes, pair? Yes. So we practice a lot of drill, actually, like basic like game like coming up to the net and obviously we practice every time like together with Rika so we build a solid like double spare and we came together so it's been like four years I know her by heart so I think it helps a lot and yeah honestly we work a lot actually also on basic tactic double so like game plan starting with the serve the return approaches so yeah pretty much a little bit of a mix of both like tactic and also like communication um what is one of your favorite moments as a doubles pair that you can remember from this past season rika um well we had one weekend and i think that's actually also um, we played in that fall before, but that was kind of the first time we played together during spring. And it was a big weekend. It was VCU and Penn State. Um, so that was kind of like our first test um, from the coaches if it really works out together. And we both times, I think, won the clinching doubles, so the deciding doubles, which was really I don't know, meaningful, doing it together with Gab. Like, um, I think both of us wouldn't have expected that we would play good doubles together after those four years um, because we never did it before in those last two years, like freshman year, sophomore year. Um, so being paired together was already a surprise and then that it worked out actually really great. Um, and from there on, it actually just went up. We won against all those bigger schools, which was really nice. But that was like a really special moment, like clinching with her um, both of those days. Very cool. Very cool. Um, as you guys said, you really enjoyed some good moments together as doubles pairs and got some great victories against bigger schools. Um, you did have uh, your first tournament, Thunder in the Mountains, I believe, this two past weekends ago. Um, how do you guys plan on taking your success from last year and applying it to this year? 
Um, that kind of depends. So in fall, what we do a lot is because I mean, our team is basically the same. We got a we got a new um, teammate. She's from the Netherlands. Um, she's really young, so we're kind of trying to adjust her to college, especially with a lot of international girls being on the team. The first time um, they come here, college is a lot different, especially tennis-wise, having this team aspect and. Um, Yeah, really focusing not individually, but looking from a perspective of a team. Um, so we're trying to mix it around a little bit to see who could work out together. I mean, obviously, Gabby and me are still playing a lot of doubles together, even in practices. But um, that past tournament, we mix it up. I think we play one doubles together. I think every doubles I play with a different partner to just see how it works out. Right. Um, what are the different strengths? What did someone maybe work on during summer? Um, so that's that's a big part of what we do during fall. Um, and then usually towards the end in spring, uh, we kind of have our specific doubles partner um, to kind of build on that during the whole season. Um, I was actually able to speak with your head coach, John Mercer, this past weekend about the um, first tournament. So as you said, uh, it took a little bit to adjust to doubles partners maybe the first day because it seemed like you had a bit of a rough first day against uh, W in Cleveland State. So Gabby, what was the team conversation like after the first day and what did you guys change between those two days in order to take the win? I guess it was kind of like about... I cannot say communication, but more like, okay, come on, like energy. And it's often like really like kind of tough to like get into like this team atmosphere What it's not really a match. It's not really an official game. It's like just a tournament, but it's still like this like team atmosphere that we need to like bring. So I think it was a lot about that. And we basically focused that it's in double or single. The main word were like footwork and like positive energy. So that was the main two words for the day two right um rika mentioned uh integrating the new girl because i believe you all returned the um 11 starting players from last we did last yeah. season so how was it kind of integrating her into this first tournament and getting her used to that uh i guess it was a lot about showing how loud you loud you need to be and like again this like positive energy and that everyone is supporting each other I think it was probably a big change for her because as Rika said she's used to like individual tournament it's really not the same atmosphere so I think she did good and she really did enjoy like experiencing this new like adventure like in team and uh, yeah I think it's all about like gonna be like again like supporting each other and show her like kind of like the path and like just yeah support each other be loud and be positive very cool congratulations on on that tournament's <laughs> win thank you <laughs> um now that you have that first tournament of the season under your belt the team is looking forward to Ge uh, georgia southern next weekend actually there's a change we're going to baltimore oh wow um, yeah <laughs> okay well now that you're going to baltimore <laughs> yeah. how do you plan on preparing for that match maybe scouting wise or in practice how do you plan on specifically preparing for those matches um it's a little different this time what we did the past two years because um we're only going with four girls um so what we did before was that we're going with the whole team um but we have the th next three tournaments coming up that every time four four girls are going so um from a team 
aspect it's a little bit different um, but I mean in general it's the same preparation for everyone and especially during spring I think a lot that we're working on right now is being consistent in, in our drills from the baseline um, in our playing doing a lot of tactics but also doubles um, trying to, to develop there some some patterns we can use um, and just yeah actually just hitting a lot, um, trying to get a really good feeling for the ball, um, moving wise as well and playing t like points to get in that rhythm, especially next week. Um, so the week before, um, we're going to have two more practices before we leave. We usually play a lot of points, um, singles, but doubles, um, trying to get in that mindset already and kind of like already find, okay, how am I feeling this week? What are my strengths right now? Um, which is a big part of fall as well, finding out where your strengths are and what you got to work on and then kind of implement that on the, on the tournament. Awesome. Um, we will be taking a quick break. So that will be all for the first half of sports you for the cutting edge sports radio network. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. G'day mates, my name is Dango Mick, and I've come all the way from Australia in search of a creature that's spelled W-M-U-L. I guess it's a woman. It's known only to exist on the Marshall campus, and its void has been known to induce a dependency on a wide variety of music that only it can supply. Crocky, there it is now, and it's attacking another radio station. Oh, but don't worry kiddies, it'll be alright, it's only nature. Hello and welcome back to Sports View. Again, I'm your host, Lydia Montague, and I have with me two members of Herd Tennis. Um, now that we've talked about this season and how you guys are going to prepare for this coming tournament, um, I want to turn our conversation a little bit more towards the future as seniors. Where do you guys want to end up after and what are you looking to go into study-wise? Um, we'll start with you, Rika. Um, that's a really good question. No, I actually, I actually do have a plan. Um, so right now I'm, I'm in marketing and, um, well, after graduation, I'm actually planning on staying in the U.S. Um, unfortunately not at Marshall. I, I would like to, to see something else as well. Um, kind of like get a bigger network. Um, and I would look into going for a sports management master's. Um, I didn't decide yet where to go. I'm kind of in that application process right now where I'm going to see, okay, where do I want to go? What are my priorities? Um, so that's that's a big part right now. Um, but yeah, so I'll do my master's here, but then in, in the future, I think I would like to go back to, to Germany, um, see if I then already go and, and get a job or... Um, maybe do another master's as well. Um, I mean, I'm still pretty young, so I still have 
I feel like a lot of options um, and kind of want to specialize in some ways where I'm not sure if which field I really want to go into. Um, so that's that's the plan for now. Very cool. Do you have any plans on maybe playing tennis after college or are you done this year? Um, so I unfortunately don't have my fifth year um, because we were the spring sport. Right. I think all of the teams 2020, 21, uh, who were fall, who got the fifth year and we unfortunately didn't. Um, but I could see myself doing like a, a graduate assistant coach um, for one or two years. I think that would be really cool. Um, other than that, I mean, um, a big part in Germany is that you still have a lot of tournaments, um, individual tournaments, but also team uh, events. Um, so you, usually when I come back in summer, I have team team matches up to six um, and then in winter as well. So that's going to be a big part. I mean, I'm still going to, even when I go back to Germany, going to play a lot of tennis. Um, I'm going to keep playing tournaments there um, and team matches. So, I think yeah. tennis is definitely one of those sports that you can play for a long time after exactly. you're done. So. Exactly. Um, you mentioned wanting to coach. How long have you wanted to do that? And do you have any past experience um, with that? Yeah, so actually two years ago, I believe, I did my um, uh, coaching license in Germany. Um, and I'm kind of looking into advancing in that. So you have three areas in, in Germany where you can go into. Um, I currently did the, the basic one. So I would look into going maybe do one more um, or advancing one more and then... Um, I kind of started looking into it maybe like two years ago. I did a little bit over the summer, um, kind of as a summer job, and I kind of liked it. But I think college is um, a lot different from, for example, like lessons you give in Germany to little kids. Uh, it's right. it's more experienced. Um, the players are by far better. Right. Um, so I think it would be actually really interesting to see that. And also you kind of bring that experience from a from a student athlete standpoint which i think is really helpful um so yeah so that's that's why i would kind of look into it um and i think it's just cool still still being with the team still having this kind of experience um and this team aspect definitely definitely um gabby same question what do you plan on doing after you're done um, playing tennis for Marshall. So I actually applied last spring for the 3 plus 2 program here at the Marshall. So I'm currently doing my MBA. So I currently enroll in like two classes during this fall and one class of master during spring. So that's going to allow me basically to, I'm going to stay at Marshall for my fifth year, unfortunately without, mm -hmm. <laughs> without tennis. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to finish up my MBA next year, which I'm actually also like looking for any like internship or like this kind of like stuff more in my like field. So finance, business and yeah. stuff, but that's going to be the plan finishing up uh, my fifth year probably also looking forward to also like look back uh, go back home and probably do another like master I would guess like in France or like in Europe in general but yeah that's that's gonna be probably the plan right do you have any plans for coaching or anything actually not really <laughs> uh, I think tennis will always be like a part of right. like my life that's for sure even with like Next year, I will, like, you know, keep playing, keep, like, come, like, support the girl. But, like, I will, like, probably more, like, shift, like, my, all my focus on, like, studies mm -hmm. and actually, okay, what 
you know, what job, what like direction I want to take. So that's going to be probably like this little shift for sure. Um, did you guys, I know you both came in the same year during freshman season. Um, tell me a little bit about first meeting each other. Did you hit it off pretty well? We'll start with you. Um, yeah, I mean, we did. So when I came, um, doing quarantine was, was still a thing. <laughs> Um, in Holderby, so but when we both came, um, I had to do quarantine for two weeks, uh, and actually, um, yeah, completely isolated. So that was a really great first experience here. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, that was kind of tough, but um, right after that, we met directly. Um, we were living together the first year as well, um, and for me, we clicked directly. Uh, and then since since freshman year, we've been living together. We're living now together in an apartment. Um, so that's been really special. Awesome. Gabby? <laughs> yeah, honestly, pretty much the same. I mean, I, we came in together. We, like, basically spent 24-7 together and, like, play doubles now together. I feel it's, like, even, like, adding even more, like, you know, it's even more, like, meaningful. And, like, obviously, like, it's been great. And I'm for sure, like, that, like, Rika is going to be, you know, my friend for life. That's for sure. <laughs> um, I was actually... As I said, like the connection between you guys seems really genuine and really, um, really real. So I was able to make it to a, f a couple tennis matches in the spring, which was <laughs> awesome. And I really admired your guys's team energy. So how do you guys work on like the mentality and team energy and culture within your team? Uh, I would say that like, so obviously we have like double spare and like, for example, like Rika and I, we like both like we know each other and we know what we need from the other. But like as a team aspect, I would say it's really about supporting each other, as I said in the beginning. And like, for example, like just like if one person is saying like go her during practice, you know, everybody's like screaming go her like mm -hmm. to answer. It's just like, okay, motivating each other and like just come up even like before practice during warm-up hey like how do you feel like oh this is like okay let's go let's get it like we get it and like we're gonna like start and like finish together and like even if it's gonna be tough like we in it together and like that's how it works right awesome i did see a lot of that energy in the sun belt conference tournament at the end of your spring season um Fortunately, you you guys did make it to the semifinals, but unfortunately, fell a little bit short. How do you plan on pushing past? I know this is in the future a little bit, but how do you start now on planning on pushing past that semifinal mark? Um, we actually just did. we we just had a team meeting um, going through the teams um, we're gonna play next year, which um, there's a lot of really good teams on there, um, especially in the first half before we start our um, regular season with conference. Um, so we kind of went through those, kind of ca categorizing them, um, how we should approach those games. Um, but I think a big part is what was was tough last year is that we were really young as a team. Um, we didn't have a senior. We had the three juniors. Wow. Uh, were from uh, Dora. She basically was her first year too. And then we had um, our five sophomores and the two freshmen so that was that was really rough and especially um all of them starting which is which is great for the experience so i think going into this year we got a lot of experience um we kind of all know each other so we kind of grew together as a team which which was a big part last spring as well because um, it's the first season together you kind of get a 
like get a feeling for each other like double singles what like what does a person like when they're being on the court what do you want me to tell you do you want me to like right. push you or maybe a little bit backing up um so i think for that part that really helps and just um yeah developing as a team together especially now and i think we all have this mindset that this year could be the year of right. us to winning conference there's been a lot of changes going on in uh, in Sunbelt too um so that's good but um yeah just going confident in there working really hard and knowing what our goal is um and then trying to, to play even that first half winning those big matches and maybe going into conference ranked um which could be impressive so um yeah i think that's kind of the plan what we're what we're looking for um But uh, I think everyone is really optimistic this year um, um, and really, really happy to go into that. Awesome. I know it's a bit of a long road to the conference tournament, but um, I know there can be a lot of ups and downs in, pre in preparation. So is there anything specific you guys do as a team to get out of maybe tough spots during matches or uplift a teammate who's going through it as she's playing? Um, yeah, so I mean, as Gabby said, a big part is, is supporting each other um, on and off court. I think we all got really close. Um, we're spending a lot of time together, so just checking in and maybe getting a coffee together um, and just having like a little like talk um, always helps. And then um, on the court, it's it's a lot about like the supportive part. Um, Yeah, a lot of like positive energy, seeing if someone is down or having like a moment. I mean, tennis, it's a, it's up and down. Mm -hmm. It's a roller coaster and it can't always just go up. Um, so trying to like get them out of those difficult situations and like showing, okay, I'm here for you and you got this and I, I truly believe in you. Um, I think that's a, that's a big part that um, actually helps to, to make us even a better team. For sure. Um, now that we've talked a little bit about team goals for the Sunbelt Tournament and just throughout uh, preparing for this season, um, let's talk a little bit about individual goals. Uh, Gabby, what are some of your goals to improve from this past season and move forward this season? Uh, some goal would be, I would say, uh, actually keep playing doubles with Rika and like try to actually like improve as a double pair and like increase you know like maybe like a habits of pretend that like we can see that works well so I think it would be like as like talking about like our team um, doubles team would be like actually having a good record like of like wins obviously mm -hmm. and personally I would say like um improving obviously like uh, my single game with like working hard and like try to like like being like uh, like asset like for the team and like honestly like also like lift every time like my partner and be like super supportive and just like yeah fight like as one and like try until like conference <laughs> definitely um, well Gabby Rika I want to thank you guys again for taking the time to join me tonight on Sports View I want to wish you guys good luck heading into Baltimore, not Georgia Southern, <laughs> um, this next weekend. And I really hope it goes well. Uh, that will be all for our first half of Sports View for the Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. I'm Lydia Montague.
Does showing up for work at a ballpark or an arena sound good to you? A Marshall University sports journalism degree can get you there. Sports journalism in Marshall is important. It's serious and it's big business. Sports media and communications careers are some of the most competitive and marketable worldwide in a multi-billion dollar industry. We'll prepare you to think critically, report accurately, and artfully tell the stories on and off the field or court. If this sounds like you, the Marshall School of Journalism is ready and eager to start your journey. Learn more at marshall.edu slash SOJMC. I want my Broadcast voice of Marshall University, WMUL FM. Hello and welcome to the Sports View Sports Update. My name is Ben Cower, and this evening we'll have reports on Marshall sports news during this segment of the program. Let's begin this evening with FM 88 Sports John Bogus's recap of Marshall swimming and diving. Where this past Saturday morning, Marshall hosted its annual Green and White Team Competition. Sometimes friendly competition is the best way to kick off a new season. That is what the Marshall swimming and diving team did Saturday when it competed in its Green and White meet. The intra-squad meet was its first of the season in which the team is competing in the Sunbelt Conference for the first time. Half of the team was Team Green, with the other half being Team White for the meet's 16 events. Team White was victorious with a final score of 161 to 128. Senior swimmer Paige Banton said the meet was a good opportunity for the team to get to know each other better. It's a great way to get to know our new teammates, our incoming freshmen. It's just a great way to have fun and build that rapport and sets us up well for our future dual meets and larger competitions like midseason and conference. The Marshall Swimming and Diving team features nine freshmen this season. Freshmen such as Molly Warner, who won the 200 individual medley event, were able to showcase what they have to offer to the team. Head coach Ian Walsh said he was pleased with the effort he saw from the team's freshmen. I was really curious about our freshmen. I thought they raced really hard, dealing with a little bit of nerves for some of them, but overall I thought it was a great atmosphere and walked away learning quite a bit. With the completion of the green and white meet, the Marshall Swimming and Diving team now sets its focus to the first inter-squad meet of the season this Friday and Saturday. The team travels to Morgantown, West Virginia for the West Virginia Games that West Virginia University will serve as hosts to. For FM 88 Sports, I'm John Bogus. Thanks, John. Now here's FM 88 Sports' Jonathan Edwards, who visited Marshall Athletics' second annual Hoops in Huntington event this past Thursday, a preview of this upcoming season for Marshall Thundering Herd basketball. The second annual Hoops in Huntington event took place on Thursday evening on 3rd Avenue. What some considered as an experiment last year when the idea surfaced now comes into its second year as another success. I spoke with members of the 2023 Marshall women's basketball team to hear about what changes might be visible on and off the court. Head coach Kim Caldwell kicks off her first year at the helm for Marshall after putting a lot of eyes on Glenville State over the past several years. In the last two seasons alone, Caldwell led Glenville to a combined 68-4 record, along with a Division II national championship. She aims to bring a healthy change to the culture surrounding the women's basketball program here at Marshall University. It's going to take some time. Anytime you have to rebuild a culture, it it takes a while. You have a lot of new players, and it's 17 players and one coach. And so sometimes it takes some time to chip away at it. And hopefully once we can get it rolling, we don't ever have to look back. 
With Coach Caldwell's expectations made known, veteran players are already buying in. Abby Beeman, the senior point guard who led the herd in scoring last year, is ready to step up once again. Yeah, just doing whatever she asked us to do. She asked me to lead. I try to do that as best of my ability. Whatever she asked me, I'm trying to make it easier on her so that her transition's smoother and so is mine. After coming off a freshman year that included a game where she racked up her season-best 17 points, sophomore Sydney Scott is looking to stay involved in the new and improved game plan by adapting to the faster pace. Since we're at like a faster pace this year and I can actually like, I've been working on getting to the basket more, I feel like I can work on my three and getting to the basket, so I feel like that could be more points added. The 2023 Marshall women's basketball season tips off October 29th in the Cam Henderson Center when the Herd faces off against U-Pike in what is being referred to as the fans' first game. From FM 88 Sports, I'm Jonathan Edwards. Thanks, Jonathan. That will conclude the Sports View Sports Update. After a quick break, we'll have the second half of this evening's program where FM 88 Sports' Nate Courtney will sit down with Bryn Brown and Olivia Fogo of Marshall Volleyball. I'm Ben Cower, and stay tuned for more Sports View coming up next right here on The Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. Some people won't give you the real talk on drugs, but it's time we know the facts. Fentanyl is killing people. It's a powerful opioid, often made illegally and commonly mixed with illicit drugs. It can even be pressed into counterfeit pills that resemble prescription medications. Just two milligrams, about the size of a few grains of sand, could potentially be lethal. This isn't an ad to scare you, but it is an ad to make you think twice. Get the facts. Go to realdealonfentanyl.com. This message is brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Nate Courtney, and I'll be your host for the second half of tonight's edition of Sports View. Alongside me are members of the Marshall Volleyball team. To my left is junior setter and engineering major, hailing from Toledo, Ohio, Brim Brown, and to my right is redshirt senior, right side hitter, and marketing major, coming from Louisville, Kentucky, Olivia Fogo. Good. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm doing good. 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 All right. So to start this off, I'm going to start with Bryn. What led you to Marshall? What, led, what factors led you to choose Marshall over other schools that showed interest in you? I chose Marshall because it was really the ideal school. Um, Not too far from my house, they had every major that I was interested in. Um, They have a really good engineering program, which was one of my main interests. And then also, I fell in love with the culture after talking to Ari on the phone and seeing her at recruiting trips. And just where we were headed towards like Marshall Volleyball's future, it really aligned with what I had in mind for my goal of my college career. So... Marshall is just really the perfect fit. And you, Olivia? Um, as a transfer, I came from a different school, and it just wasn't the right fit. And I wanted to find somewhere a little bit closer to home. And Marshall is only three hours from Louisville, so that was a big selling point for me. And I actually transferred during COVID, so I didn't get an official visit. So I came down with my parents and just kind of went around campus myself. And then off my phone calls with Ari, just the same thing, hearing about the culture and what it's like here and the expectations that are set for the girls and the team that we have. It was just really appealing to me and it was an environment that I wanted to be in and then also as a business major I heard about Brad Smith and him coming in for the business school so that was a big sell for me. Okay and leading off that last point Olivia um, I understand that you have had quite the journey uh, throughout your collegiate playing career. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you talk about your journey and how you managed to get where you are and along with dealing with uh, the injuries throughout your career and 
how that has kind of affected your playing and yeah yeah so my senior year of high school I tore my ACL and luckily I had been talking to a coach at the time so I was able to commit and still be able to play college volleyball Um, I was unable to play my freshman year just because of that injury so I pretty much spent the whole year rehabbing and um, like I said it just wasn't the right fit and so I ended up transferring out my freshman year but without any playing film and any experience experience it was like tough recruiting out so I ended up going home back to the University of Louisville for what I call like my academic semester and I wasn't involved with any kind of division sports programs I played with my club at home and got in the gym every single day and just kept going and then um, when COVID hit that summer and we just started getting back to school I spent that time continuing to work out and get reps and trying to talk to coaches and I called Ari and got a conversation with her and it was to the point where I I even told her I was like hey if it's just a manager position and I can try and work my way in I will I just want to be involved and there was a spot for me on the team so coming in I had no college experience I hadn't played a game in like two years but just coming in feeling fully supported and dealing through that injury and knowing that I could be confident in myself and just go for it because I had nothing holding me back. And Bryn, I understand that you uh, tore your labrum uh, last year and throughout this, uh, you did most of your rehab throughout the summer. Um, how has the healing process been? Like, is it still going on? And how has the rec- return to the court been for you? Yeah, it's definitely been a long progress. Um, every day I was, I worked here over the summer, so I was able to stay with my trainer, Morgan, and we kind of made a program for rehab for my labrum. And it, it, it's not all the way there yet, but obviously it's to the point where I can play to my potential and I feel I'm doing as best as I can. I would say it's definitely a process that you have to trust being hurt and not go foregoing with surgery. You have to, you know, there's going to be tough days, there's going to be tough matches, but I know that I put in the work this summer to get my shoulder to where it needs to be. And I'm, I'm very proud of that. And I want to thank Morgan and I want to thank the Marshall Health staff because they really got me to where I am today. And I'm, I'm very thankful. Awesome. And, you know, being a Division One athlete, I'm sure recruitment was a big part of, you know, your high school, your last year of high school. And so how was the recruiting process for both of you? Um, and were you recruited only to play volleyball? Or did you have any other offers playing different sports coming out of high school? And I'll start with Olivia. Yeah, so um, I was just recruiting for volleyball. My high school is kind of tough with athletics, so it's like a tough schedule, so it's hard to play multiple sports. So I just played volleyball. Um, I actually ran track and field my first, my freshman year of high school, yeah. But then I just went straight into volleyball. Um, I was kind of a late recruit. Uh, I just wasn't super sure if I wanted to play in college I didn't know what it was going to be like for me and um, getting into my senior year was probably when I really got serious and like I said it was a bit of a tough journey just with my ACL and everything but luckily I was able to find a school and it led me to where I am today so awesome and you Bryn Um, my recruiting process happened pretty early actually I committed to Marshall when I was 16 going on 17 I believe 
And for me, I I did play basketball in high school, and that was kind of my first love. But I think playing travel volleyball, and it was my freshman year of high school, is where I kind of really knew, like, this is what I wanted to do, and volleyball is what I wanted to do in college. So I took that a little bit more serious. Um, I stopped playing basketball my junior year, and that was when I also committed to Marshall. So I kind of went full, like, full focus into volleyball, and I've been in love with it ever since. Awesome. Um, and staying with Bryn, during your high school career, you won numerous awards, such as the VCA All-Region. Um, you also won NLL Player of the Year and District 7 Player of the Year. Can you elaborate on those awards and uh, if it helped with your recruiting any? Um, I'm not sure if it helped with my recruiting because I think I got those after I already committed, but they are like good notches to have on my belt. Um and it's crazy because I didn't really like my goal wasn't to be player of the year. My goal wasn't to have the to have the best stats. I just wanted to win. And so just by chance that I was able to get those honors and nominations from different coaches in the league, different players. I'm very proud of myself. And I just want to like say thank you to my uh, high school coach, Lindsay Vanette, and my mom as well, Gretchen. She helped me a lot through that process and really like instilled me with good foundation good foundation volleyball in high school to lead me to college awesome and you know one of the next points is i noticed that both of you have been recognized for your efforts inside the classroom winning some awards in the past for having a high enough gpa how is important how important is academics to the team and how hard does coach agnes push you guys when it comes to performing in the classroom so our team uh, has a motto, and it's humans first, students second, athletes third. Um, obviously, they're all still very high priority, but she does know that being a human comes first, and then academics comes in front of athletics. Um, we have study hall hours. We're all, we all put our work in at the buck. We make sure we keep our grades up, and Ari does stay on us because she knows it is important for life after college. I mean, not a lot of us are going to get to play pro, so it's important to set up those foundations early and she keeps us accountable for it for sure awesome Bryn I would like that we also keep each other accountable with yeah. uh, we do have to get our buck hours so we make sure everyone has their buck hours done by the week we make sure people are turning in assignments and we we like to take the load off of the coaches for academics and try to put it on ourselves I know I try to make sure my stuff's done Liv makes sure her stuff's done so we have a few academic leaders that love to take charge and make sure the, the few that struggle keep above water <laughs> <laughs> awesome and you know, leading, I mean, continuing with Coach Agnes, how how is Coach Agnes different from other coaches that you've played for during your career? What qualities does head coach Ari Agnes possess that sets her apart from other college coaches or other high school coaches? Um, well, I would say she's very passionate about what she does, and that passion bleeds on to us. She makes sure that we're playing volleyball for the right reason, and if we're not playing for that reason, to find that reason why and really become passionate about that. I really I really didn't know why I played volleyball until I got to college, and I realized it was because I want to make my family proud. I want to make myself proud, and Coach Agnes really helped me find that reason and fall in love with volleyball even more. Awesome. And you, Olivia? Um, I think probably one of the biggest things, and she's just like unapologetically herself and not afraid to do what she wants, say what she wants. Like she is very much confident in herself and it's a great role model for everybody on the team, but also she's like 
will take nothing from you. Like she'll give it back to you. Like each, she just has that relationship with all the players and she has a lot of things that she sticks to. And I think it's really commendable that she's able to like stay herself. And it's as a good example for all of us. Awesome. And, you know, moving on to actual play, what has been your favorite Sunbelt school to play against and why? Ooh, that's a tough one. Are we talking this year or like ever? Ever, ever. Oh, I'm going to go with this year. I'm going to say ODU. I was that, just about to yeah, say that. That second day when we swept them, it was crazy because obviously we fell short the first day, but we were walking pregame somewhere and I was with, I believe it was Riley and Kylie. And I go, we're going to sweep ODU today. And then we go out and sweep ODU. And I was like, I said that before the game. I put this in the air. Like, it was just a very, like, it felt very accomplishing, especially since ODU was ranked higher than us. To chip them and split them one on, like, one one win and one loss with them on the weekend was amazing. I'd probably have to agree. I think it was just, like, the energy of being down 24-18 in the last set and, like, fighting our way every single point and coming back it was like every time we got it it's like energy kept going up and up and up and then when we swept at the end it was just like it was insane so i'd say that one for sure was my most enjoyable moment um okay and then at least to my next point or question what is there a certain school that you would like to play against that you haven't already gotten to play against like any any division do you mean this year or just ever well, since I am from Toledo, I would love to go home for my senior year, go home and play Toledo at home and, you know, sweep Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> um, me, personally, no. I don't have any, like, attachments to other schools or necessarily, like, biases. I just focus on who's in front of me and focus on winning against them, so. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, and, you know... Back to your team now. Is there anything that you guys do off the court, like bonding-wise? And if there is, what's what's your guys' favorite thing to do? Well, this preseason, we stayed out at Heritage Farm for, was it a week or two weeks? Yeah, it was six nights. Mm-hmm. Seven days, six nights. Yeah, so we would go to Heritage Farm. We'd do team bonding. We would not, No phones were allowed. We would just, me and you, talking. And then we would do some activities. We would sleep together in the same room, wake up, go to practice, do every, do that all over for a week. And then what else have we done for, like, team bonding? Um, I mean, we've just, you know, spent time, like, pregame meals and stuff like that. We're not on our phones, mm-hmm. so that's a lot of bonding. And probably some of the most fun is our bus rides. Like, we definitely yeah. use those <laughs> times to, like, have fun and just be be ourselves and be with each other. So we take those little moments on top of, like, the scheduled team bonding just to really, like, be within our team. Awesome. And with that, we're going to step aside for a quick break as you're listening to Sports View on the Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. Wondering what to do on a dull day? Well, I get kind of tired of hearing that same old music. MUL's got real variety. From jazz and blues to rock and progressive. Hey Chris, late for swim practice, no? Uh, I decided it wasn't really my thing. 
But you liked swimming. And with your grades down last semester, at least it could help with college. Oh, some kid, Frank, came by. I knocked on your door, but you didn't answer. Hey, where are your new sneakers? Oh, I forgot them at school. Well, you seem to be forgetting a lot lately. The signs are there. So is our help. For advice on coping with teen drug use, visit the partnership at drugfree.org. Welcome back to Sports View. I'm Nate Courtney, alongside members of the Herd volleyball team, Bryn Brown to my left and Olivia Fogo to my right. To my right. And in the first half of the second half of this program, we talked about their personal accomplishments and pathways to Marshall. And now we're going to start talking about more team-centric. Um, so with the Sunbelt Conference Tournament coming up next month, um, how is the team planning to prepare for an event like that? Is there any pre-game, prepara- pre-game preparation different that you guys are doing now that you're in conference play? And if so, what are some of those changes? I think there's definitely like another level to conference. Obviously, there's like that mental switch where you kind of got to kick it up. Um, preseason's obviously important. Every single game's important, but with conference, it just brings a new meaning. But I think also we're not looking too far ahead. We're taking it one game at a time and focusing on our opponent that weekend. So yeah, we're definitely bringing in another level for conference of focus and accountability. And but. You know, it's just one game at a time. Mm -hmm. And it's nice now because we are playing the same team one weekend. We're not playing three or four teams in a weekend. So we can really dedicate that whole week to a certain scout, to certain players on the other team, and really focus on what we need to key in to win and how we can be successful against the the opposing teams. Awesome. Um, you, You guys already have the same number of wins as last season, only halfway through this one. What are some of the bigger changes that you guys have noticed uh, during this season up to this point that have helped improve the play on the court compared to last season? Um, I don't think our team looks a lot to the past. I think it's something that we try to do is to be in the present, be where our feet are. And I think, at least in my opinion, this year, we just have a team that's very unified and we just like click in a way I think we have so much talent and that helps us obviously a lot on the court but at the same time I think everybody accepts and appreciates their role that they have on the team and then we also have a lot of girls that genuinely like to see other people succeed in their roles as well I would like to say we're very resilient we get our backs pushed against the wall and we don't crumble whereas last year we would kind of crumble a bit and then we'd be down too much to even come back from that so I feel like this year we go down a few points we're not really stressing we're not worried we're like we know we got this we trust in our abilities like let's go and I really think it's a mental flip from last year to this year awesome and I've noticed the phrase, we over me, all over Herd Volleyball social media. Mm -hmm. Can you guys elaborate on that phrase and what it really means to you? Yeah, so it just means putting the team first. It means thinking about your teammates and those around you and making a decision before you put your needs before others. Right, it's really being selfless. Uh, A lot of times, even though volleyball is a team sport, people want to get selfish and worry about their stats, what they're doing well. But... With the we over me, we're really focused on how can I make this other person next to me look better? How can I set this ball up so I make Liv look great? You know what I mean? How can I make this pass look like it's the best pass in the world? So we really, I feel like we've really embraced that this year, especially with 
us being resilient and us being more mm-hmm. like tight knit as a team where it really is we over me and we're not too worried about the personal like accolades the personal problems and everything awesome uh olivia i understand that last week you won the hard hat award um can you elaborate on what that award is specifically and what it meant to you when you won the award yeah so the hard hat award is about somebody that week that just showed like an extra level of hard work dedication um like discipline, all that kind of stuff. It's somebody that was a best teammate that week that you could really see put their effort in. And um, do you want to add anything else? And I feel like I'm. Um, yeah, hard hat. Hard hat is really just about who comes in and who puts their head down and just does the work. Like I said, being selfless sometimes will win you the hard hat. You're doing what makes others better. Like. Liv, I'm very proud of you because she did suffer an injury in the beginning of the season, so her role as a leader did change a little bit, but it never I never questioned her leadership role ever, whether that was doing, because she couldn't affect us on the court. She was helping us off the court more than she knows. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably what made it the most like gratifying getting it, because I am back to play now. I'm still a little bit limited, but being able to like be recognized for always staying that consistent in my leadership and in my effort, it was obviously a good thing to feel. Awesome. And, you know, you guys are two and two going in conference play already, uh, going one and one in both series of the opening two. Um, what are the keys going into this, to this next series with Troy and really for the rest of the season that the team is looking to focus on? I think we're really focused on consistency. Uh, a lot of like a lot of times what happens when we go down by these couple runs it's because we'll get a good pass and then we won't get a good hit or we'll get a good pass a bad set so we're kind of just kind of we're trying to kind of get more even like key and peel and figure out how we can be more successful without being too high and without being too low I think also the Sun Belt is a very tough conference in that every team is competitive. Every team will go up, they'll hit big, they got defense, they're scrappy. So it's really just having that confidence, but also planning ahead and knowing the team that you're playing. So the first day we can come out and beat them by being smart, beat them by making adjustments. And then the second day we can do the same thing when they try to adjust. So knowing that we're going to have to fight and we're going to have those moments that may be tough, but we're still together and we're still resilient. Right. Our coaches do a really good job scouting the other team. So they really provide us with everything the other team is good at. So as long as we can stay focused to that, stay focused on that scout and to the game plan, we'll be unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And Bryn, during that final match uh, of the series on Friday, you had a match high 41 assists, which led to a double-double. Hey. How, okay. does, how does a performance like that, even, even though you guys lost, uh, frame your outlook on the rest of the season? Um, I'm very hopeful. 41 assists is huge. Um, I feel like, is that a career high for me? It has to be somewhere close to it, but 41 is really big. And so that really just means my hitters are doing their job. That means my passers are doing their job. And it's always great when everyone is able to do their job. And unfortunately, we did come up short. That doesn't mean that if we keep doing this, we're going to keep coming up short. Eventually, if we keep going strong, everyone does their job, we're going to come out with these W's and we're going to be unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, while that isn't the most assists you've had on the season, uh, now that you have you've had two 40-plus assist matches, is that the new benchmark from here on out for every match? <laughs> I would like it to make the benchmark. I would like to make 50 the benchmark, hey. top it. But I just think if I just keep working and us as a team, we keep putting our heads down and grinding. I think that could be my new goal. Shooting for shooting for 50. I see. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> um, okay, and. 
after sweeping Georgia State in the first match last Thursday, but then ended up losing to them in five sets the day after on Friday. What changed in between, in between the two matches? Where, where was the focus directed, um, you know, in between? Um, I mean, obviously that night after the win, we enjoyed ourselves for a couple minutes, but then went back, went to sleep, got up the next morning, had practice, and then went over the scout again. Um, I think it's just the same thing. What Brent said earlier is consistency. I don't think we brought maybe the same discipline in the second game, and we just had a couple errors. And then when we got to the end, we just couldn't execute, and that's what really let us drop that last set. Mm -hmm. That's what's tough about playing the team back-to-back is they're going to adjust and we're going to adjust. So I think they Georgia State adjusted very well to us. And so if we can do the same thing and maybe focus on adjusting to them a little bit more, then I believe next time we'll come out with the win. And building off that last question, what are some of the things you guys are changing uh, in preparation for Troy, especially since last year's matches against the Trojans didn't exactly pan out the way you guys wanted it to? Yeah, we're really focusing in on a few of their key players. We believe if we we shut them down or at least contain them, then we'll be able to be successful. Yeah, we've we've been working on a new defensive system, so we're really just tailoring it to them this weekend to try and find their weak points. And then we're being really big on offense this weekend. The whole week, Ari's just said, go for it, swing hard, because that's what they're going to do to us. So not only does it prepare our defense for what they're going to bring, but it gets us ready to just give them the same thing back this weekend. Awesome. And with that question, I would love to thank you guys for coming out tonight. Thank you. Um, And with that, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes this week's edition of Sports View. Tune in at 6 p.m. next Wednesday for another edition of Sports View. For the WMUL 88.1 Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network, I'm Nate Courtney. Next up is Ben Cower on Speed Zone. Thanks for listening to the award-winning Sports View. Tune in again next week at 7 p.m. for more Sports View on the worldwide leader in Marshall University sports coverage, WMUL 88.1.